This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. From London, I'm John Weeks, and this is The Standard. With just six months to go before London secures its next mayor, things are looking bright for the man currently in charge. London is the greatest city in the world. I have a burning ambition for London. An ambition that will guide me every day as mayor of our great city. An exclusive YouGov poll suggests Sadiq Khan is on course for a comfortable victory at the May 2024 election, leading his Tory rival Susan Hall by 50% to 25. I will work tirelessly to defeat Sadiq Khan and offer Londoners the chance they desperately need. We need a safer city where women and girls don't have to fear walking down the street at night. We need an inclusive city where you can afford to buy a home and raise a family. We need a kinder city where we can celebrate our cultural diversity and focus on what unites us and not what divides us. That's despite recent frustrations among some Londoners over the extension of ULES and data showing a net approval rating of minus 16% for Mr Khan. Look, the decision to expand the ultra-low emission zone, the ULES, to all of London was a difficult one for me to take, but a vital one. Uh, We know, uh, and it's unarguable, the government says this uh, as well, that air pollution is preventable, not inevitable. But air pollution causes a whole host of health issues. Uh, According to the government's own experts, at least around 36, up to 36,000 premature deaths across the country a year. In London, around 4,000 premature deaths a year. If he were to secure another victory, it would be an historic win, making Sadiq the first mayor to secure three consecutive terms. So, what has gone in his favour ahead of this poll? And what could go wrong for Sadiq in the next six months? So, joining me now is our political editor, Nicholas Cecil. First of all, Nick, can you just put into words how significant a 50% backing from Londoners with six months to the election to go is? Well, Sadiq Khan is in a very strong position. So this YouGov poll for Queen Mary University of London's Marland Institute puts him on 50% of the vote and his Tory rival Susan Hall on 25%. So he's got a big gap there and really kind of if he plays his cards right, you'd expect him to have a third term in office. 
And when you look at the political landscape at the moment with recent by-elections and recent polls, Labour is doing quite well. How much does that help him? Well, he's definitely surfing a a Labour wave in the city of London, London as a city, not the square mile. And if you look at the figures, so if there was a general election tomorrow, 55% of Londoners would vote Labour and 20% would vote Conservative. So that's a 35-point lead for Labour. If you look at the picture in the wider country, Labour has a lead of between 50 and, and 20 points. So... London is is very much a Labour city at the moment. If you go back a number of years, then it was far closer. But there's been this trend over the last 10, 15 years or so of London increasingly becoming a Labour city. And it's interesting to see in the poll results today, there's this 50% backing alongside a minus 16 approval rating. What does that difference mean? And should that be a worry really for Sadiq at all? I don't think it's a huge worry. It shows you that um, certainly in in parts of London, he's he's not very popular or he's quite unpopular, particularly amongst older Londoners, people who voted Leave, people who live in outer London. But interestingly enough, even in outer London, he's ahead of Susan Hall. The figures are certainly in outer London, Mr Khan gets 41% backing and Miss Hall gets 29% backing. So this is normally the Troy heartlands in London, yet the Labour Labour mayor is ahead here. Should he be worried? Well, there might be a bit more Sadiq Khan fatigue over the next six months, but it's not a great big period. So really, if Susan Hall's going to win, she's got to find some kind of a game changer here. And, and she might have a slight problem because she's putting a lot of focus on ULEZ and saying that if she becomes mayor of London, she would reverse the extension of ULEZ to outer London. The poll also shows that 11% of Londoners would vote green. So now the harder she presses her foot to the floor on the ULEZ pedal, the more these green voters are likely to vote for Sadiq Khan. So she might kind of woo some Tory voters in the outer boroughs by going very hard on ULEZ, but there are lots of green voters out there who may decide rather than vote Green, they will back Mr Khan because this time the election is a first-past-the-post election and that's quite significant. We don't know how people will vote this time because it's the first time it's been used for the London mayoralty. So some people might still think they're a bit in the old system. But ultimately, if if it's first-past-the-post, you've got a choice of two candidates in London at the moment because the other parties aren't anywhere near the two major parties. Let's take a break now. Coming up in part two. Well, I think what's ironic is that he's not that popular in some parts of London. So it's mainly that uh, Labour uh, are very high in the polls and they're question marks over the Tory candidate. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. And I was actually going to bring up you, Les, and Susan Hall. And as you said, she's she's pushing hard on that as a sort of policy, I suppose. What else could she have up her sleeve to disrupt things and, and gain more votes, really, from what she said? Well, that's actually very hard to see where she goes on this because you, um, Les, was a toy sudden Trump card they'd found and and they were trying to kind of use it to kind of certainly across London and even across some wider country showing themselves as basically on the side of motorists. Now ULES also may become less of a factor over the next six months, probably not hugely, probably similar to Mr Khan, whether there'll be more Khan fatigue, probably there'll be there might be a little less emphasis placed on ULES. But the poll also quite interestingly found that on ULES, 42% of Londoners think that um, it should continue to cover the whole of London. 26% said it should return to its former in the London boundaries. And 20% said it um, should be scrapped completely. So basically, London is very split on this, but pretty much down the middle. The opponents of ULES are far more vociferous and, and make a far bigger noise. Obviously, a lot of them, or at least some of them, being hit in the pocket by having to pay £12.50 a day. People who support it are far quieter, but it's not as, again, not as clear-cut an issue as it might seem. It probably has more benefit to uh, Susan Hall because people who oppose it may be more motivated to vote for her because of her stance on ULES, whereas for Mr Khan, if you support the ULES expansion, you've probably got other issues which are more important to you. So what else in the next six months? As you said, it's not a very long time. What else could go wrong for Sadiq, do you think? Well, a a week is a long time in politics, so a lot can go wrong. Um, Having said that, if he's riding this Labour wave, for things to go badly wrong for him, you'd think the Labour wave would have to go down, which it might to some extent. But again, six months is not not a hugely lengthy period for any dramatic change. He's been pretty steady, so some kind of scandal might do for him, but um, there's nothing obvious on the horizon. So if he plays his card safe and carries on steadily, it's all up for Miss Hall to find some kind of game changer. And at the moment, there's no obvious game changer obviously in sight for her. And I understand no one so far has secured a third term as London's mayor. What do you think it is about Sadiq that has kept him so popular and could see him through into a third term for the first time? Well, I think what's ironic is that he's not that popular in some parts of London. So it's mainly that uh, Labour are, are very high in the polls and they're question marks over the Tory candidate. So Mr Khan is probably just sitting there and, um, and benefiting from, from those two factors. And if you were a betting man, Nick, who would you say is the one likely to win the mayoral election, albeit with six months to go? I think if you look at the polls, 50% to Mr Khan, 25% to Susan Hall. I think most people would bet um, on, on, on the 
There's more news, interviews and analysis in The Standard newspaper and at standard.co.uk. Thanks for listening. We're back tomorrow afternoon at four o'clock. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.